Welcome to Indie Radio News Read. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for July 7th, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. Boris Johnson resigns from PM party posts. Boris Johnson said on Thursday that he was resigning as the United Kingdom's Prime Minister, bowing to calls from ministerial colleagues and lawmakers in his Conservative Party. Mr Johnson had rebuffed calls by his cabinet to step down in the wake of ethics scandals. He gave in after more than 40 ministers quit his government and told him to go. He shall be working as the caretaker prime minister while his replacement is appointed. Critics however say he should not be allowed to remain as caretaker prime minister and he should be removed from office as soon as possible. Johnson's resignation ends an unprecedented political crisis over his future that has paralyzed Britain's government. Rockfall at Colombian gold mine kills two and injures four. At least two miners were killed and four others were injured on Wednesday following a rockfall at a gold mine near the Colombian town of Marmato in the department of Caldas. The head of the Marmato Fire Department, Hernando Gallego, said heavy rains loosened the rocks that fell onto one of the mine's crushers, killing and injuring miners. Caldas governor Luis Carlos Velasquez said that subnational authorities and their teams were attending the emergency in Marmato. Paula Andrea Loeza, secretary for the environment of the government of Caldas, said that there is still no official information on how many workers are buried in the mine. Sri Lanka president asks Vladimir Putin for help to buy fuel. Sri Lanka's president says he has asked Russia's Vladimir Putin to help his cash-strapped nation import fuel. Gotabaya Rajapaksa said he had a very productive discussion with Mr. Putin. It comes after Sri Lanka's energy minister warned at the weekend that the country may soon run out of petrol. On Wednesday, hundreds of people took to the streets of the capital Colombo to protest against the government. I requested an offer of credit support to import fuel, Mr. Rajapaksa tweeted in reference to his conversation with the Russian leader. Mr. Rajapaksa also said he had humbly made a request for flights between Moscow and Colombo to resume after the Russian flag carrier Aeroflot suspended services last month. China asks US to cancel tariff for Americans sake while the Biden administration continues to mull the lifting of years old trade tariff on some Chinese goods Beijing took an opportunity on Thursday to urge the US not to go in the opposite direction by imposing new protectionist measures the latest comments by ministry of commerce spokeswoman Xu Jueting came 2 days after a long awaited meeting between top economic officials from both countries their first such talks in 9 months She also once again reiterated China's long-held position that Washington should remove all punitive tariffs on Chinese goods. UN Security Council to vote on extending Syria cross-border aid. The United Nations Security Council votes on Thursday on extending its authorization of aid transfers across Syria's border without approval from Damascus, with Russia seeking a 6-month prolongation while Western nations want a full year. The UN resolution permitting aid deliveries across the Syrian-Turkish border at Bab al-Hawa has been in effect since 2014 but is set to expire on Sunday. Norway and Ireland, two non-permanent members of the 15-country Security Council, have drafted a resolution that would extend the authorization until July 10, 2023. Russia, a veto-holding Security Council member and ally of Damascus, has hinted in recent months that it would oppose an extension. Now to the national news stories. Vivo remitted 50% of turnover to China to avoid taxes, says ED. 
the Enforcement Directorate or ED, on Thursday said the Indian arm of Chinese smartphone maker Vivo remitted almost 50% of its turnover, which is 62,476 crore rupees, mainly to China in order to avoid paying taxes in India. The Central Probe Agency also said it has seized funds worth rupees 465 crore kept in 119 bank accounts by various entities, rupees 73 lakh cash and 2 kilogram gold bars after its pan-India raids that were launched early this week on July 5th against Vivo Mobile India Private Limited and its 23 associated companies. It said an ex-director of Vivo, Bin Loeb, left India in 2018 after incorporating a number of companies that are now under its scanner. Congress tells Centre to set up MSP panel as promised to farmers. The Narendra Modi government should honour its commitment to the Sanyukta Kisan Morcha of constituting a Committee on Minimum Support Price or MSP for crops and bring out a white paper on the prevailing food grain crisis in the country, the Congress said on Thursday. Addressing a press conference at the party headquarters, Rajya Sabha member and Haryana leader Dipendar Huda said his party stood with the demands of the farmers and would support them in their agitation. He said the Congress would extend full support to the Sayukta Kisan Morcha that was holding Vishwas Ghat seminars from July 18 to 31 across the country and would take up their cause in the parliament. Supreme Court to hear Mohammed Zubair's bail plea tomorrow. The Supreme Court on Thursday listed for July 8 an appeal filed by Mohammed Zubair, the jail co-founder of the fact-checking website Alt News, for his liberty, right to free speech and protection from death threats. On June 1, 2022, the Uttar Pradesh police had registered a case against Zubair on the basis of a complaint that he tweeted offensive words towards Mahants of religious places, symbolizing our faith and thereby hurting our religious sentiments. External Affairs Minister Meet Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi in Bali External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar met State Councillor Wang Yi in Bali on Thursday for the G20 Foreign Ministers meeting amid the ongoing standoff between troops along the India-China border. Jai Shankar reiterated that Indo-China relations are best served by observing the three mutuals mutual respect, mutual sensitivity and mutual interest. The MEA statement added, Jai Shankar said that they focused on specific outstanding issues in the bilateral relationship pertaining to the border situation. He added that they also discussed matters including students and flights and shared perspectives on the international situation. CBIRS Power Grid Corporation Tata Projects Officials on Bribery Charges The CBI on Thursday arrested the executive director of the Power Grid Corporation and five office bearers of Tata Projects Limited in a case of bribery. The agency is currently carrying out search operations at 11 locations across the country in connection with the case. Sources said some employees of Tata Projects had been caught offering bribes to B.S. Jha, the executive director of Power Grid Corporation. During searches, the CBI recovered 93 lakhs from Jha's residence. Among those arrested from Tata Projects are Desaraj Patak, Executive VP, and R.S. Singh, Assistant VP. According to the Ministry of Power, the project is related to the development of the power sector in the Northeast and is based on the Pasighat Proclamation of Power. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks, and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.